On today's episode, we sit down with Riz Danji, who tells us why he believes that King Toronto will become the most important piece of real estate in Toronto over the next 25 years. Stay tuned. Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Hi, and welcome back to the show. Once again, thanks for tuning in. Andrew LaFleur here as always, and I've got a very special guest for you on today's show, Riz Danji of Rad Marketing. Riz has been responsible for the sales and marketing of some of the most iconic condo buildings in Toronto and condo projects in Toronto over the last 20 years, from College Park 1 and 2 to Aura, which was the tallest building in Toronto uh, at the time, to DNA 3 in King West, of course, DNA 1 and 2 as well before that, and even Shangri-La. But now he is responsible for selling King Toronto by West Bank and, of course, big architecture. This is one of the most incredible buildings that Toronto has ever seen. There's certainly nothing like it. If you're looking for a piece of iconic real estate in your portfolio as an investor, look no further than King Toronto. There truly is nothing like it. Uh, and if you talk to Riz, as we do here, he tells us why he believes there's going to be nothing like it to come over the next 25 years. He calls it the most important piece, single piece of real estate in Toronto. So um, very interesting conversation that we had with Riz. Also want to tell you and just put in a plug here, if you are interested in King Toronto, there's a very uh, interesting exhibit uh, put on by the developer this week. If as this podcast is being published, the first week of April, it's a free exhibit where you can learn more about the architecture, design, what makes the project so unique and special, and just the level of detail that goes into this. The project like this is off the charts, and and just you can't compare any other condo building. Uh, in Toronto to what is happening here in King Toronto. And, and so if you're interested, I highly recommend you come and check out this special exhibit that is happening. More details, we talk about that in the interview here today. But just send me an email, give me a call if you are interested in checking out this exhibit. Happy to give you a personal tour there. Very interesting stuff. Uh, and you can reach me, andrew at truecondos.com or call me, 416 three seven one two three 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 and i'd love to like i said take you on a personal tour of this special exhibit for king toronto this week only so if you're listening to this podcast and it is already past the first week of april 2019 sorry you missed it but anyways this uh here is my conversation with riz danji of rad marketing enjoy my pleasure to welcome back to the show riz danji Riz is the president of Rad Marketing. Riz, great to have you again on the show. Thank you for having me on board. Yeah, always great to chat with you. Love to hear your uh, take on it, everything that's going on in the condo market. Um, specifically, obviously, we're going to talk about King Toronto and some other things. But yeah, maybe we'll start with that. Like, what are you seeing in the market right now? What uh, What is surprising you about the market, uh, where we stand here in uh, where we end of March 2019? What's surprising me is that prices are continually going up. Um, you know, I think you and I have talked about this in the past, and I, I'm sure we can go back to a couple of uh, conversations we've had on a podcast where I've always said that supply has been an issue in the city of Toronto uh, for years now. 
Um, and with the abolishment of the OMB and with the fact that um, uh, approval processes are now taking double to triple the time to get on market and the fact that, you know, the Canadian government is now bringing in the highest number of immigrants in history into Canada, um, there's just not enough supply uh, to deal with this influx of people. And so what you're seeing is that um, between construction costs going up, land costs going up, um, pricing is continuing to go up. So, you know, when we launched King, it was, you know, one of the most expensive uh, projects in, in, in Toronto, but it was an iconic, obviously an iconic uh, architect with Bjark Engels. And now you're seeing average projects that are launching recently that are at similar or higher prices than King. And I think everyone's like shaking their head going, what's going on? And I, and I kept telling people that, you know, not buying a King is going to be actually a mistake because you're going to see pricing going up. And exactly what I said is coming true. So I think people who every year decide that they're not going to get into real estate are prolonging another year of, of, of pain and in the sense that real prices are going to continue to go up because I can't see, um, I can't see this, this issue getting resolved with supply anytime soon. Yeah, absolutely. How do you like it's? How do you account for the like the strength of the condo market? What what do you think is sort of the the big story uh, that maybe people are missing, um, or the the key points that that you that you are seeing, which is driving the whole thing? Like when I look at when you look at like the low rise market, you know the 2016, 2017 days we saw a huge spike, and then the market really the low rise market really came down quickly and just kind of leveled out since um in the high rise market we also saw a huge spike in that sort of 2017 period and everybody sort of thought well it's going to kind of follow the same thing and uh, as low rise but in fact like you said prices are actually still going up at a you know a higher than historical average rate so what like how, how do you account for that one word jobs um Toronto is now becoming, unlike people may not think because we're from Toronto, that um, we are actually a global city. And people from around the world are now coming to Toronto to work and live. And, you know, past in the past, you know, 10, 15 years ago, it was really, you know, I, I don't know sure about Toronto. I don't know if I really want to go there. Um, with what's happening down south of the border, with what's happening in cities around the world, um, where there's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of issues in, in many countries. Um, everyone knows that, uh, that Toronto is now becoming sort of a safe place to work, live, and bring up a family. And so you're seeing people from all around the world that are in particular coming here because of the tech industry. And the fact that uh, the Liberal government has allowed this acceleration of the um, immigration, especially if you are an engineer or, or you work in the tech scene, uh, to come to Canada it's really uh, brought a ton of people that are coming into the country. And so in Toronto right now, what's really driving the market is if you see the commercial uh, side of the business, you know, commercial, um, you know, vacancy rates are, are, are single digits. I don't think we've ever seen that before in Toronto um, where you cannot even put up a building quick enough uh, before it's leased. And so, you know, I, I, one of my friends is one of the heads uh, of Mars, which is the largest tech incubator in, in North America. 
And they said, you know, there's a company that that launches. They've got five people. All of a sudden, some venture capitalist comes in. They raise five hundred million, and they've got to go from five people to five hundred people in in three weeks. Where where do you find that? Like, it's impossible to get uh, enough um, space. And how do you hire that many people? And so we're seeing this trend that's happening in in Toronto, and not many people are talking about it. But now that's those people are coming here and they're all wanting to have housing and there really isn't that much of a supply and, and they want to be downtown. They want to be in the core. They want to be close to work. And um, that is, that is the single largest driver of the condo market right now. And, uh, and I can't see that that is going to be stopping anytime soon. Absolutely. Yeah. So some great points there. Um, let's talk about King Toronto. Uh, we're, we're approaching the final release, the final mountain, the final uh, release of units in the building. Uh, what are three things that are sort of the key points for you about this project? What excites you most? Like, what are the what are the three things that you say? You know, these are the reasons why I'm so excited about this project and why people should invest here. Well, I have 300, but I'll I'll, I'll try and narrow it down to three. Okay. <laughs> um, number one, I purchased. So uh, a lot of people that I know all purchased. And the one biggest reason I would say is Bjork Engels. I don't think people really come to appreciate how large this architect is around the world globally. I mean, Bjork Engels, the big group, is doing some of the most significant projects in, in the world, including number two World Trade Center, Google's headquarters in, in Mountain View, California, which is about you know somewhere around 1,000 to 2,000 acres. Um, they're doing, um, you know, uh, luxury resorts um, for Piaget in France. Um, I mean, they're doing some of the most, uh, they're doing the largest belt line that's going around all of New York. Um, he's the most sought after architect today. Um, he's 43 years old and they have a capacity of what they can do. And the fact that they've worked with, with West Bank before and West Bank's already completing Vancouver House um, is the only reason that he's coming to Toronto because I think he walked here and says, you know, I'm too busy. I don't have enough time, but you know, because of West bank, I'm here and I want to do something really amazing to, to change the city of Toronto. And I think, I think King Toronto will be the single most important piece of real estate that we will see in the next 25 to 30 years in this city. I think it's going to be so significant that people just don't understand. And the fact that he's coming here and doing something is, is, is extraordinary for the city of Toronto and just makes us on, on a whole new level globally um, because people around the world are just buying into this building because of PR Engels. Um, so that's one reason. Number two is the fact that Allied and West Bank are collaborating on this makes this even more amazing. I mean, the, the architecture, of course, is significant and, and nothing that we've seen before but not as much as talked about as the retail. And there's close to 200,000, if not more, close to 300,000 square feet of unique retail and heritage buildings. And what, what West Bank and Allied want to do is make King Toronto the sort of center of, of downtown. If you go to uh, Soho, you go to New York, you know, you've got, you've got the, some of the most expensive retail in, in the Soho area. You know, when people go shopping, they don't really go shopping in Manhattan, they go to Soho. And that is what they're going to be creating here at King. And so they're working with some of the most existing brands that are outstanding that I can't really say anything about 
um, to be able to be part of, of King Toronto. And so I think residents are going to have this basic shopping and, and dining mecca just below them that they can't find anywhere else in, in Toronto because this is 600 feet of frontage on King Street. It's like next to impossible to get that kind of uh, frontage. And it took Allied almost, almost 11 years like that kind of land. Today, we're seeing point towers that are coming up, but the retail is really like 3,000 or 4,000 square feet. Here to have, you know, close to 300,000 square feet is to me absolutely amazing. Um, and the third thing is the holistic design of the interior and the exterior with the, the landscaping of the building is, is an integral portion of the project. Um, there's 200 different species of plants that will be uh, trees that will be planted on top of the building. Um, there's going to be vinery that's going to be going up um, to give that green effect. And so this building, between its architecture, its interiors, with its its work with B&B Italia, has is, is never been done before in, in Toronto. And I think, um, you know, those three major points, uh, coupled with, you know, the courtyard and many other things that we can talk about, um, is making it one of the most significant pieces of real estate. If I, as an investor, and I had to buy here, because I know that in the next four to five years, this will be trophy real estate, what I call, where you really can't get anything like this again. It'll just be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And yeah, and you make a great point. I mean, obviously, like this is an iconic building. This is the world's greatest architect. This design and, and architecture and the finishes are like nothing we've ever seen before. So obviously, this is not a cheap building, right, to buy in. Um, but like you said, what's interesting now is how you're seeing the pricing all around King Toronto and other buildings and, and how it compares, like, how would you, how would you describe the value proposition at, at this moment? Well, the funny thing is just a few days ago, a new project that, uh, that launched, uh, you know, in the downtown core, um, you know, no, no significant architect. Um, you know, nothing what King Toronto offers is, is similar or higher price than, than what King is offering. So, um, and, and I'm looking at new buildings that are coming, you know, new luxury buildings that I've been, you know, Rad has been approached by, um, where it doesn't have that, the cachet that the King has that are coming out at higher pricing than King. And I just, I shake my head going, you know, I, I just can't believe it. Like I, I thought, you know, you know, we thought the King, people were thinking the King was expensive. They have no clue what's going to happen in the next year when they see new projects um, coming out at higher pricing. So I, I think the value proposition, I, I think this is the last opportunity to own the best piece of real estate in me, to my, in my opinion, going to be undervalued in the next four to five years when people actually come to move in. Um, so you've, the King building is divided into four sections, four mountains, as they're called. So three of them have been released and now you guys are just about to release the final one. What's the response been like so far? And, uh, what would be your message to somebody on the fence who's thinking, should I get into this final building? Yeah, I think what, you know, we, when we launched the three mountains, uh, starting last year, um, you know, there was obviously naysayers and, and people that didn't believe what could happen. Well, you know, out of um, the three mountains, two are sold out, and one is a majority sold out. So um, the project is, is is virtually on a sellout. Um, construction will be starting soon as well. And so um, West Bank and Allied are launching the last mountain, uh, the West Mountain, which is going to be coming up in the next uh, few weeks. 
and um, you know that the, they're doing something that's so significant that you know no other developer would do. What they're doing is they're actually renting out uh, the entire bottom floor space of 134 Peter Street, um, which is at Peter and Adelaide, and they're going to be showcasing King West and what King Toronto and how it's going to transform the skyline. But you know, most most people would just do you know pop ups or or something that's that's average. They actually got Bjark Engels to curate this exhibition to show the city of Toronto and every resident that's in Toronto how this is going to be the most unique project in Canadian history. And so when you come to this exhibition, you're not going to just see uh, anything. You're going to see like portions of the terrace actually being built on site to show you what the landscape designers thought. There's going to be, you know, the, the building models, sections of the building that will actually be on site for you to touch and feel to see exactly what's going to be going into the building. You're going to be able to do a virtual reality tour through the streetscape of, of King Toronto to see what the retail will be like. You're going to have speeches from um, Francesca, who's the lead um, uh, interior designer um, of BIG, coming down here from New York to talk about how this will be transforming um, the city and what, what big is brought into it. You're going to have B&B Italia furniture that will be included in the one-bedroom unit actually showcased there. So this is, this is a city-building exercise like no other. And so I highly recommend for our listening today to definitely go out and, and speak to you and come see the exhibition. It's open from April the 1st, uh, which is Monday, up until Friday from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., um, and you really understand what this building is about. And and I think that once people see it, then they actually can understand what that vision is. I, I just can't see people not buying it. I think it's, it's an incredible uh, part of the city that uh, that we're really excited for. It. Yeah, so just to be clear, this ex- this special exhibit about King Toronto and, and about the everything that's gone in to, to behind the scenes to, to build and the, and the philosophies and designs and everything, this exhibit is open to the public, right? Any anybody can go to this exhibit. Is that right? You can go to the public. Yep. Yeah, anyone from the public. Free. It's completely free. I can yep. tell you, they're spending a ton of money to build this exhibit for five days. I mean, nobody would do this if if you knew what the amount of money that they're spending on it. So this is and the sorry, the five days are from when to when? April the first, which is Monday. Yeah, um, is when the exhibit opens from eleven a.m. Uh, to p.m. Um, and it goes until April the 5th, which is Friday, uh, again, from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. During that that time period, there will be uh, presentations, there will be speeches from the architects, there will be speeches from city builders. Uh, Ken Greenberg is going to be the former mayor of, of, of Toronto. Um, you know, uh, so they're really going to be talking about how this change and transformation of King West and what, what King Toronto is going to do to really transform the city of Toronto, and, and, and we're really excited for it. And again, the location is? 134 Peter Street, which is at the corner of Peter and Adelaide. And of course, they can, they can contact you, um, Andrew, directly. To, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely encourage anybody listening who's interested in that. Send me an email, andrew at truecondos.com, or give me a call, 416-371-2333, and we'll set that up for you. Um, 
Riz, I know you have another interesting project coming up. I don't know how much you can say about it. Um, maybe you could give us a bit of a teaser on what, what people can expect coming up for St. Clair Village. What, do, what can we know about that so far? Yeah, I think, and Andrew, you and I have worked together for, for many years. Um, you know, when, when you and I had, had, had started working on the, the King West neighborhood, uh, when Candorel started with uh, the DNA condo project back in 2002, we saw uh, an area that was, you know, um, mostly industrial, really nothing residential about it. And the, you know, Candorel came in and, and did their phase one, two, and three and really transformed that neighborhood into that real King West village that we see today um, with uh, Massey Harris Lofts as well on top of that and, and all the retail that's gone in there. And, and purchasers who had bought and saw the vision of that gentrification um, were rewarded handsomely. Uh, I know that a number of your clients that bought in DNA3 have more than doubled their value uh, in just a few years. And the, the interesting thing is that I have a unit actually in DNA3 and I'm getting higher rents at DNA3 than I am in, uh, in, in Young in College. It just makes no sense to me. Um, but what, what I'm finding is that, you know, some of these, uh, some, you know, people who are in uh, you know, the younger demographic, the millennials, they want to live in these neighborhoods that have these pockets of, of growth opportunities. They don't want to live in these tall buildings. They want to live in more boutique buildings with, um, you know, great amenities, and, and they can walk to amazing cafes and restaurants. And that's what King West Village offers. Well, Panderell's doing this again. They're actually bought, uh, you know, three uh, projects out in um, St. Clair Village. Um, and I actually haven't been to St. Clair in quite a while, but I've, I've been there now for the past few months. And I've been, you know, dining at the restaurant. And I got to tell you, it is, it is King West on steroids. I think it's going to be much bigger than, than King West could ever be. And the reason is because some of the top restaurants and cafes um, in the city of Toronto are actually setting up there because of its proximity to Hillcrest, its proximity to the Witchwood area and Forest Hill, which are some of the most expensive neighborhoods there. Um, you know, these people are dining on St. Clair, which I didn't even know that. And so um, you've got this, this mixture of Corso Italia, um, so this you know, old Italian uh, restaurants and bakeries, and these fish markets, and then you've got these amazing uh, restaurants uh, that are, 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 you know, five stars to my standards um, that are that are in, in the neighborhood. And so, um, Candarel has 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 come out, and they're doing their first project there, um, which is going to be 900 St. Clair. It's a boutique building of only 11 11 stories and um, only 121 units. It's got um, amazing outdoor areas, great terrace spaces. Amenities that will be uh, mind-blowing for the neighborhood. It's never been done before. And they're putting in a great retail tenant that's coming at the base of the building. So um, they're setting up a sales office, uh, which, you know, opening sometime in May. And I think that when you see pricing that we're talking about today, um, you can buy in St. Clair Village for, for, for cheaper than you can buy at uh, Young and Finch, which is, is amazing to me. And the great thing is, is that there's a dedicated streetcar right outside your door that will take you to the Bathurst um, subway station underground in literally eight minutes flat. Um, and you can make it to Blue Street in another 10 minutes. So you can't do that from Young and Eglinton. You can definitely not do that from Young and Young and Finch. So I think this is one of the best opportunities uh, 
that are going to be around uh, this 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 summer, and uh, we're excited to be part of that uh, that uh, launch. Awesome, very exciting, and thanks for that. And obviously, the one thing we know Candorel is amazing at it's uh, it's the retail portion and getting in amazing retailers that add tons of value. Um, you know, if you're buying in those in a Candorel building, you're you're getting phenomenal retail that really, like you said, drives rents and and like DNA three, great example. Um, you know, you, you got the Loblaws in there. Like people love renting and living in that building because it's just so friggin' convenient to have everything right there, right there in your building. Exactly. And when you see what the, the tenants will be, it'll be, it'll be pretty amazing what, uh, what I hear that they're, so they're talking about. So we're really excited to be part of this, uh, this launch as well. Awesome. Great. Riz, thank you so much for your time today. As always, really appreciate your insights in the market and, and what's happening. Looking forward to, to uh, the final release of King Toronto and a little bit later, St. Clair Village too. Thanks for your time, Riz. Thanks so much, Andrew. Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.